Maximizing Your Potential. This is the Human Performance Podcast with Dr. Craig Duncan. Hi, everyone. It's Craig here. And this is a really special episode because it's an interview I did with my friend, Greg Young, who is one of the founders with Nathan of Body Science, which is my favorite company or one of my favorite Australian companies and definitely my favorite supplement and health company in the world. And uh, I regularly go on the Body Science podcast, and this is an episode we did recently, uh, COVID lockdown and stress, will it ever end? Because it just seems to be going on and on. But it's a lot more positive than that. We have a good chat. He's a good friend, and uh, I think you will enjoy it, and I hope you do. But also, please support Body Science because they're a wonderful Australian company. They're a wonderful supplement company. And you've probably heard me a number of times talk about some of my favorite products. Uh, Shred Ultra is is incredible product that I have every morning. Uh, their green tea is another product that I have. And always I'll have one of their bars or something throughout the day. So I'm very fortunate to have this association with them. Please enjoy the podcast. And if you've got any feedback, please write to me as always. Really super pumped about this week's podcast, like I am week after week. But today, one of my favorite him performance specialists, Dr. Craig Duncan's on. And for people who don't know, Craig's all about implementing unique performance strategies for um, employees, athletes, management founders. But today, we pulled him in to talk for us because we're going to talk about COVID lockdowns and stress and will it ever end. How are you, mate? I'm really well, Greg. It's good to see you. Good to hear you. And yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today and really focus on some key areas such as gratitude, control. You know, it's an opportunity for reflection, routines, and how we can disconnect from things during this time. Even we'll talk a bit about conspiracy theories because definitely our COVID has seemed to be going on and on. Loving where you're at. Let's rip in. Welcome to the Body Science Podcast. As always, the information contained in this podcast is for the information purposes only and is not designed to diagnose or be prescriptive to treat, prevent, or manage any injury, disease, or other health-related condition. Welcome to Body Science HQ, the world of fit, happy, and healthy. On the end, we're going to tackle COVID, lockdown, stress, will it ever end? And with me is Dr. Craig Duncan. How are you, mate? I'm really well, Greg. How are you? Good. And for anyone out there who goes, why is this clown on and talking to me about COVID because I hate the world right now because COVID sucks, can you give us a little bit of background about yourself? Yeah, Greg. I Look, I my, my training is in sports science and I'm really a human performance scientist or strategist. And I have probably mostly been known for working with professional sporting teams around the world, primarily in football, soccer, but then also in rugby league and, uh, and across multiple multiple sports. I've been really fortunate to work in that. And then through our company, Performance Intelligence Agency, we now consult into organizations, uh, defense as well, and um, we stay in the sporting arena. So yeah, that's what my background is. I, I have a PhD in sports science, uh, postgraduate studies in psychology, and also the leadership. Mate, it's awesome. Look, it's, there's, it's no shortage of stories here. You are one of my mentors i spend a lot of time with you you actually track me every day which i love because i get the random phone calls every now and then how you going greg and i go oh my data must be saying something so mate let's let's forget me for a while because you know that's a good topic for everyone listening to consider let's talk about some of the key points around covid lockdown and stress like it's at a new level like what's Mm. happening with people marching governments close downs small business lack of roadmaps to success you know 
issues with people getting tested, issues with people getting injections. Like it, it really is a cluster of misinformation. It's a cluster of bad information. It's a cluster of it's just a cluster of shit, really, isn't it? When you think about it, like we are in a world of shit. That's one way of looking at it, and and it has been a a difficult difficult time for people to you know really cope with. And we live in an information age, so mm. you know going through this pandemic, we've got information flying at us from every every different angle. And I think one of the issues is people find it difficult to discern information and to really think like a scientist as such, uh, rather than just take every piece of information you know that they they hear and use that as gospel. You so know, can one I of just the things. Tap in there. What do you mean by that? Like you're saying discern information, and obviously you guys are about picking research and doing what needs to be done in that space mm. and, and using research. Joe Punter at home, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, watches TV, gets the news, listen to the radio on the car. How do we do that? Well, look, one of the things is, Greg, you know, firstly, we have to be aware of, and we hear it often, and, you know, in marketing and you being a marketing guru, that there's things in, you know, involved in algorithms. Okay. So all the social media channels have different algorithms. And one of the algorithms that impacts us greatly is that if we start going going down a channel of that we believe a certain thing, we will get that information thrown at you more and more. Yep. And you just have to think about that if you go into Facebook marketplace and you start searching for a lounge, which I was doing recently, then all of a sudden everything that you do will be lounges. And the same thing happens if you start to think, oh, I wonder about this theory in respect to COVID. And then you will get more and more information channeled at you that way. So then what that does is starts developing our bias, which is confirmation bias. And so before we know it, we've gone down a rabbit hole of belief without stopping and going, hang on, there's always different sides to the story. So you mentioned when we go into research, like I, I don't take every research paper as truth because I want to look at the methodology and I want to see how it's how it's done. And then we weave our way through that to, to come up with, with the outcome. My area of concern is that the people's anger and stress is just rising. Like I'm seeing, you know, people start commenting on the physical appearance of politicians and attacking them from a point of view, point of view, and of that this is this is happening and it's their fault. And and so this anger is is growing. And I'm here to tell you, if you're listening to this, anger is it doing you any good? It's because I can tell you, it's not. It's not going to do you any good. It's only going to rise your anxiety and rise your stress levels. And really, what we're focusing on is things that are outside our control where we really need to focus as always in life what is in our control and and even you greg said you know it's a really bad time i mean that's perception isn't it you oh, know, absolutely I, I, and mate I, look yeah. I, i've g'd up so you rip in like i'm gonna be really honest i've got my own thoughts on covid mm. but i'm i'm it's not about me today it's about everyone listening and you just see it. People are angry, mate. Like it, and you know, and and is perceived to be bad. Yeah, and and I think that anger comes from because they haven't taken a moment to stop and reflect on what is good. And you know, I'm going to push, and that's one of the. So you're going to get on the gratitude path now. Oh, ab absolutely. And, so can and you I've give me that. give me some really simple? And we'll we'll talk it. We'll dig into why gratitude is important. But you know, I'm listening to this right now, going, oh, "Here we go. We've got an expert talking about gratitude on COVID. Yeah, nice one. Like, yeah. how, how do you push gratitude around COVID? Look, it's. And it's not about me being an expert. It's about me doing what works for works for me and I know it will work for others. I mean, the literature is full. Anger won't help you. Mm -hmm. Okay, gratitude will. And yes, it's all airy-fairy. Sometimes people think about gratitude. You know, Dr. Craig talks about gratitude. But I'm telling you, it's why keep focusing on what you don't have? 
If you want to go through life focusing on what you don't have, you're going to miss out on the incredible stuff that you do have. Yeah, and nice. all I'm saying is every day, look at what you do have. You've got your, I mean, I'm not speaking for everyone, but I wake up, let's do a body scan. Okay. Do I have pain? I don't have pain. Great. That's fantastic because this time in my life at 54 years of age, I don't have pain. When I'm maybe 85, I might be riddled with pain, but at this moment, I don't have pain. I'm well. I can, my family, close family are well. Am I grateful for that? Or I'm just going to get friggin' consumed with everything that's against me. And really, is it against you? We live in Australia, Greg. Mm. Like we have an easy life and I am completely empathetic with people in business that are losing money. You and I are in that situation. You know, I, I'm not speaking from someone that hasn't been impacted by um, by quarantine, lockdown and loss of income. Just recently, I had to go overseas. Uh, I did a job overseas, came back two weeks, hotel quarantine. And that's difficult for me because I'm quite claustrophobic. I was very concerned about that. But what did I do? I practiced what I preach and, and got through it. And then I came out. I've effectively been locked down since June 1. Wow. All right. But I've, I've uh, we've titled this lockdowns. I've, I've, I'm not using the word lockdowns anymore. I'm calling it homestay. Because as far as I'm concerned, I get to stay at home. And that's, that's wonderful. I can do my work from home. I get to be around the, my loved ones and spend this really great quality time. I can sit and reflect, I can look at life and then I can move from there. All right. Or I can choose to st stay on YouTube to try and convince everyone that I'm, I know more than they do and start looking at everything I can't control. And then that's going to impact this time to focus on, oh, you might be a parent and you've got to homeschool and you've got to work tough. It is really tough. I get that. It's really tough. But you know what? You get to see your kids in the morning. You're getting to see more of them. And I'm telling you, one day you're going to wish for that time that you could see your kids more. That's great when you're talking about us, you know, we, we, we're at a point where you know, you're home, you, you, as you mentioned, you're 54 years old. So you're you're at the end of, you know, putting in some hard yards in the early days. So you've got the house, you've got the things around you. What about all these people that are locked in a little unit? What about all these people that are in complexes where there isn't the ability to do these things? Like, you know, you can walk outside in your backyard and all that. Like, how do we, my kids were talking to me the other day and they said, you know what, dad, it's really funny. And, and lucky they both got trips, big trips out. It wasn't the end of their big trips, but the Taj, my son, went to Japan for a couple of months um, just before COVID started, actually. But he just said to me, he goes, Dad, I I'm missing. Like, I want to be in Europe right now, working in bars and, and building up and doing all that type of stuff. I just, I've lost all the stuff that you talk about all the time. That was your, like, there's a generation losing, there's a generation of school kids that are not going to school. You know what I mean? Like, talking to some people really close to me and some kids love school. Like, imagine if you're grade 11 or grade 12 or right now, and I'm throwing a whole lot of scenarios at you, Craig because I, I want to take this out of, you know, like you said, I'm the expert. I want to pull it away from you being an expert and I want to pull it back to the people if that's okay. And their kids are devastated, like grade 11 and 12 kids that didn't get to experience senior at school, you know what I mean? Because they've basically been at home the whole time. And you look at some of the younger kids and I, I was chatting with someone very close to me today and he said his son is breaking down because his son loves school, loves playing sport, loves getting into this and he's sitting on a desk looking at his class on a computer so how do we like it's okay for you and me to go like i i'm i can be grateful because you know you have put that into me day after day after day after day for a couple of years now so i'm really conditioned to being grateful and i'll get up and be grateful straight away that's something i do but for someone locked down in sydney they've seen what's happened in melbourne you know there's a lot of nerves and anxiety of that coming out of, we, we learned some big things about people you know and 
my heart goes to Melbourne, but you know, Sydney's in the middle of it now. Seriously, can we, can we easily do gratitude just by having a chat to people and saying, you know, think of, and I like your homestay because like it's a mindset thing, but how, how do we as people, like no, there are people who are homestayed by themselves, but most people that probably listen to this are, you know, with a partner or partner and kids, like how do we do this? Look, and, and again, I'll say that I'm empathetic to this because I've got kids, you know, mm. the same age yep. as your kids. And I do think for them in respect to, you know, my daughter was studying overseas and had to race back uh, before COVID originally hit. So that that changed her life dramatically. My son started university and, you know, he hasn't been able to go. He's studying online. So I see that and I do, I absolutely get what Taj was saying. It, it makes sense. So there is easier uh, areas for me because I have done things, but I've got kids are in that situation and we've got this whole range of situations where people are locked in those small apartments. And I, I do get that. But I think wherever you are, there is an answer and it's up to us us 54 year olds us parents to lead our children and from a gratitude I, I, perspective I, do you need buy-in from your partner on that like are you, do you have to like say hey let's because you're talking about leading that so obviously you know i don't know if you can go to a 12 year old and talk about gratitude if they even not the word means i can talk to my kids about it and i can go look let's be grateful you know we do have a gym downstairs we do have certain things and that, that's something that's a luxury based on putting in some hard work and not everyone's got that but i, I can sell gratitude to them but how am i doing that well you i mean like in anything most parenting is role modeling isn't it yeah you know so i I mean i don't think you can tell people anything in a lot of regards even what i'm saying here i I don't want to people tend to come up with things when they start to believe it's their idea but what i will say is you know what are we modeling in every aspect of our parenting you know we we need to be a role model i can't control how other people think i can't control uh how how my kids think or or anything but i can show what gets me through i can be my very very best and maybe that will impact them i think it's about us and you know in my book self-science a study of you by you what i talk about is it starts with self you know you being the very best you can be and then that will make the world a better place i truly believe that i get back to the question now with what you're doing now if you're angry is it working for you so if the answer is no so let's look at some techniques we can use to get us out of this rut because I just see people unraveling because they're in a rut and any time in life when we've got to get in a rut we've got to draw a line in the sand and going okay uh, enough's enough get it it's tough all right and even okay it's very hard when we're speaking because I, I am an optimistic person and when you're talking about the kids at school well yeah it's tough you're 11 or 12 but I could also say how fantastic that you get to have school <laughs> when such small percentage of the population of the world actually get schooling there is an enormous amount of kids that will never get to go to school i i I'm frustrated with Australia. I'm frustrated that we are absolutely the lucky country. And I think that we've become a a, a society that has stopped realizing how lucky we are. You know, you know, the people that cope best with this. Have you seen our parents, how they are? You know, unfortunately, I lost my father, but I see how my mum copes with it. My aunts and uncles that lived through the depression and the war, they get on with it. What happened? What has happened to Australia? Now we're the feel sorry for self. Look. 
we've had a you know we've had a, a very fortunate time through COVID you know in respect to the amount of time <clears throat> that we have been in this homestay situation compared to other countries and you know viewing it from when I was overseas just recently looking back on Australia we're actually been a we've become a, a prisoner of our own success because we didn't have many cases we didn't have much you know impact compared to other countries and I think what stopped us there and why we're in this situation now is you know because our vaccination rates have 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 been low I don't want to get into a debate about do lockdowns work or or do they not but I do think the impact on mental health and on other as, aspects of life are are problematic so we need to look at some techniques Greg to get us through this time okay give us your best technique for showing gratitude to yourself well the, the best technique in respect to gratitude is to just sit there and write down all the things in your life that you are grateful for. Now, what do I mean by grateful? Like what I spoke about before. Okay, I don't have any pain. You might think that's such a small thing. Oh, no, I'm 52, uh, mate. I'm all over that. <laughs> no, but, but, you know, we sit down there. Yeah. What about all the people in your life that are healthy right now? And imagine the alternative. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, simple things like that. You are wasting time by being angry because you're looking at it and you're showing people that you you're so angry that you're not thankful because they're here. You know, they're here. I do remember then, one thing you told me in the early days when you mentioned gratitude to me, and I probably gave you the look of the rolled eyes, like most people do mm. when you mention it for the first time, was, Greg, you can't be angry when you're being grateful. You can't. And I remember you saying that to me. So from your perspective of protocols, when you say sit down and write this down, is, this, is, it, is it when you're feeling the anger? Is it in the morning when you get up? Is it at night? Is it any time? Is it writing the same list every day? What is it? Look, I think first we need to start with routines. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we've spoken about this before, but again, you know, the older I get the more I know routines work. So whenever it is and having this time which you've got now if you're in a a small apartment and I can empathize with that because I was in a hotel room two weeks not even being able to go out outside and open the door so I know what that what it feels like so it gave me an opportunity to reflect okay to really examine my own life and Socrates said you know if you don't examine your own life well you know it's not really a life worth living or something to that effect you know that's you know being aware of who you are and what you are and where you're at is imperative and we don't do enough of that this is a time to do that and if you didn't do it last year when we are in this situation, you've got another opportunity to sit down each morning to see, check in with how you are and then get into your gratitude practice. What do I have that is positive in my life that if I didn't have, I would be really upset? Mm. Well, mate, the way the way I'm doing it with you is I get up every morning, put my feet in the carpet, three, pull out the big three for the day. Yep. And I normally get up with a smile, actually, when you and it's probably because I believe that first line you said to me that you can't be angry when you're being grateful. And it's straight in, head under a cold shower and down I go for a train. So that's my routine that I do every day. I just got a nose up look from Ash, who's the production manager here. But that that is the thing that you instilled in me years ago and I'll, I'll be honest I'm I, I try really hard not to let the anxiety of COVID get to me and I and I feel for everyone around me in that space but I uh, definitely you know COVID's happening it sucks and it's not going away that's my theory on it so it look it and, and it isn't and but we also have to be aware of what we're being fed mm. and and I think I think we've been blindsided somewhat by how powerful social media news channels are and and what they do I mean please everyone understand news channels you know they what how news works if it bleeds it reads yeah. so most like of the he- most of the headlines yep. you know if you're you're going to your news website <laughs> 
website and you see a crazy headline, it's clickbait. It's there for you to click it. It's not news. I mean, the best thing you can do is tune out, you know, disconnect and give yourself peace. You are going down a channel um, of that's only probably going to make you more angry. You know, is this I've got, part of that uh, control yeah. part you were talking about? Like one of the things you mentioned in the key talking points today was control. Yeah. Well, is this what absolutely. you're doing? Like take control? Is that what you're saying? Or uh, I'm looking at life. I yeah. mean, a fundamental way I look at life is I look at what I can control and what I can't control. If it is outside of my control, it will stay out there because that's where people get into a dodgy sort of area when they start to dip into things that they can't control. And when you go there, it's it's a real problem. So what can I control? I can control how I conduct myself. I can control my how I how I see see the world and the perception that I have. I can choose to take an optimistic attitude or I can choose to take a pessimistic attitude. I can choose to have a, a really good routine and focus on my health. I can choose to exercise. I can choose to sleep well or work on my sleep. I can choose to eat well. These are all things that are, my, are in my control. And if I do these things, then I'm going to be better off. As soon as I start to you know, get concerned what the a premier is going to announce each day and, and get frustrated with that, uh, start looking at this damn COVID case number is like it's a, I don't even know, it's like a gold medal tally count that, you know, people get obsessed with. Like, it's not doing you any good. And then if you're around people as well that then keep fueling that i got to ask yourself or ask you, is this doing you any good? And so what's the alternative? If you want an alternative and you want peace in your life, then I think you can change some direction. Okay, fair enough. This week's podcast is brought to you by New Shred Ultra Advanced. We hope you enjoy the podcast. Get in, have a listen. And if there's any questions, contact Body Science Customer Service. We're here to answer everything you want to know. So, Craig, you talk about a time for reflection and you extend that a little bit and we'll, we'll dig deep on that in a second. So you just spoke about control, okay, gratitude into control. And now, now we're going to get into the process of time for reflection. Like, seriously, as an outsider, what does that mean? Look, I mean, for me, what it means is that I, I, I take time with my with my journal. I sit down. I am quiet. I take time for me just to sit down and quiet. And I ask anyone listening to this now, when was the last time you did this? Okay, sit down, nothing on. I'm not talking you're sitting down watching TV or anything like that. You're just sitting down and then you can open a, open a book, a journal, and you can start to write some notes. If you want to know what you can start with, start to think about control and what is in your control. Draw a big circle and then inside that circle, draw another circle. And in that smaller circle, write down things that you do have control over. Write down things that you do have control over and then write down the things that you don't have control over. So when you look at those things that you don't have control over, really list them. And what are some examples of that, Greg? So Greg, you tell me, what are some examples you don't have control over? I have no control over what the government's going to do with COVID. So as far as, you know, our business runs on having business partners you know their doors are shut like they're not allowed to trade so i have zero control over that okay so it's a stressful situation all right however if you invest more mental energy into that is it going to do you any good or not 
Uh, negative energy will get me nowhere except doing circle work on that circle you just asked us to draw. Or we can look at um, alternative ways to assist those people that we play with and we, and we partner with on how can we better educate people, how can we help consumers on the journey of where they're trying to go on their goals more because, you know, every touch point we have is not sale-based. Yeah, absolutely. So that's a, that's a really good way of managing. Are you angry at the government? Of course, you're going to be angry at the government because it impacts business. Yep. If, if I'm going to keep with that anger, is it going to do any good for my health, my physiological and psychological health? No. All right. So then what are you focused on and what can you control? You can start to be creative and come up with some new sort of ideas. And I know you're a very agile thinker. And uh, as Nathan is to start working on some new revenue streams or for those your, for your partners. That's a great example. And so we can't control what the government does. The only way we can control the government is we are very fortunate in this country that we have a vote. So you can think about that next time and maybe when you go and, and vote. What I will say is most of the people in the government, you know, I'm sure they're trying to do their best. They might be uh, incompetent in some regards or competent doesn't really matter, but that's in all areas of life and they're just in the spotlight. You know, I, I think it's there's difficulties for them as well and I can hear people saying, well, they're paid to do it. Well, okay, mm-hmm. you're, paid to, you're paid to do a job as well. Yeah. Are you in the spotlight every day? That's another matter. But basis, you can't control it. So really define what you can control and what you can't control. I can't control what people do in respect to how they handle COVID. I, I can't get worked up about people's perceptions of vaccinations. All I can do is if I'm in a conversation is to be curious why people are thinking that way, you know, to be genuinely curious, to ask them where they maybe got their information from a curiosity <clears throat> point of view, but I can't then change their mind or anything like that, nor should I get worked up about that because it's about staying physiological and psychologically healthy in my own way. If you spend your life in the uncontrollables, and so many people do, not during COVID time, so many people do in just every time, you're not going to live a peaceful life and you're not going to maximize your potential. So one of the key things you can take away from this podcast, if you take nothing else away today, is work out what is in your control and what is outside your control, and then that's it. And is this the way you, I've heard you recently in um, some of your blogs and some of your social media, you've been talking about what is your gift or gifts. Is is this along the lines in your time for reflection? Oh, absolutely. I mean, really, and, and I asked you the other, other, other day, I, I sent you a message and I said, what's your gift? I thought we'd sent you a gift and you're going, what? this do i open the box up i thought what a tool you know like i can't believe you just asked me what, what a gift is open the box up have a look <laughs> oh, i honestly thought that i thought wow that's a really bizarre thing like is he is he um, got sore fingers or something can't open no, up the box. i'm really good I'm, I'm, I, 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 your your gifts don't get past my front door because i open them up even on when they're on the outside of the door so they get open don't worry and get consumed but the but the thing is i i don't know if a lot of people have really sat down. I mean, ask yourself the question now. What is your gift? You know what? Ooh, I, to be honest, I've thought about that a lot since you asked me when you explained that it wasn't the actual actual box, box that we sent you. And yeah. I've really struggled with it. I've really struggled to, to say what my gift is. Well, you know how important it is, Greg? Every one of us born into this world has a, a part to play, yep. a massive part to play. People might think it's a minor, but it's a massive, it's a huge puzzle, the world. That's why every person and every human life, every life is a gift. Mm. 
Okay, it's up to you to identify exactly what that gift is. And how important and the is, reason is, this, is this important? I think it's incredibly important from a perspective that I have that we're all here and our, our mission is to make the world a better place. If we're not using our gift, then we're missing that little piece of the puzzle and maybe the world won't be as good as it could be. And I'm actually really sure of that, that people are given a gift or gifts, but we don't take the opportunity to really acknowledge what that gift or gifts are because we don't spend enough time in silence. And so I would ask everyone and challenge everyone to identify what their gift or gifts is or are and what that means to the to the greater world. So now, for those of us out there that are um, thinking, what is he talking about? Can we get some cheat notes off you? Like, give, like what is your gift? Like, you want to know what, what yeah, my gift is? I mean, it, it, can this be public? Is it allowed? Uh, is it okay to talk about your gifts with other people? Or is it something that belongs to you? Because if that's the case, I'll pull the question back and I'll ask well, you for well, some, well, some examples look, of I, what do you mean? Yeah, look, I think it's, 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 I can tell you what my gifts aren't. Mm-hmm. All right. And, and then that's important because our ego gets in the way and tells us we are something that we're not. And even though we might want it, we tend to go down the wrong avenue because we don't spend enough time reflection on reflection. So I know I'm not a dot the I's and cross the T's person. Okay. That's, that's, that's not my area. So as much as I might want to be, uh, might've thought once I want to be a laboratory scientist and sports scientist, that wasn't my gift. And it wasn't where I was meant to, meant to be. Mm. I'm very good in the application of things. I have a big picture mind in respect to putting things together and pieces of the puzzle together. I'm able to work with people. I'm able to, I think, uh, in respect to emotional intelligence, I I can get how people are, are feeling uh, in a lot of ways. And so I think those are my, you know, my my gift. But it's very important that I identified first what wasn't me. Yeah, nice. I do like that. So did you do the same thing, two circles? Look, one of the best books everyone should read, and it should be a textbook at school, you know, from school, is Stephen Covey's Seven Habits for Highly Effective People. It's, yep. a, it, it's a classic book. And Covey talks about the circle of concern uh, and so it, it, you, when you read that when you're young you start to to keep uh, that in your mind and it's also always part of my mind so each each day I really reflect on that is this in my control I mean there's areas that are somewhat in your control um, and like I'll give you an instance Greg I, I spoke about it yesterday is we we say say you're going for a job interview okay the outcome of that job interview is outside your control absolutely what is inside your control is to do your very, very best in respect to the preparation for that interview. If you can look in the mirror and say that I've done my very, very best in the preparation, you've won. That's it. You've won. And you perform accordingly in the in the interview process or whatever it is. What happens in the outcome is up to you. It's exactly the same in sport. Are you? Is your preparation on point? Yes. Well, then that's it. The game will take care of itself. That's that's how it is. The preparation and the effort that you've put in—that's the end of end of the story. And you're you're winning. So if you're winning at life, I will ask you now: Are you doing and showing and acting your very very best in this very short life that we have? If you can answer yes. Wow, that's an enormous smile on your face and you're going to die a very, very peaceful, happy person. But if you're not putting your best foot forward, if you're sitting there now and going, you know what, I'm getting caught up in a lot of junk. I'm getting caught up in a lot of uncontrollables. I'm spending a lot of time focusing on things that I shouldn't be. I'm not being grateful. I'm not ultimately maximizing my potential. Then you know what? It's time to change because 
you're going to not be at peace in later life. Okay, we're going to hammer this home now. Mate, do you want to give us a really quick snapshot without giving the stories around it on gratitude, control, time for reflection, routines, you know, disconnecting, all the things you talked about, like a really quick snapshot and you said, if you're not doing this, blah, 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 well, can you give me a really quick list of things that I could start tomorrow that put me on this journey to looking at changing my life? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, everything starts, let's let's say, okay, what time do you need to wake up tomorrow? Okay, if I need to wake up at seven o'clock, all right, let's work back nine hours from seven Mm o'clock. All right, so what does that take us to? It takes us to 10 o'clock. All right, so that means around nine o'clock, we want to start preparing ourselves for sleep. Why do I talk about that? Is because getting that eight to nine hours of sleep is imperative. And for me, it's the foundation of performance. Okay, so that's, that's vital. All right, so, and we've spoken about sleep before, and there's there's information about that and you can contact me about it. Okay. So there's, there's sleep. So then seven o'clock and then what we want to do from seven o'clock, once we wake up and uh, splash our face with water and that sort of stuff, I want you to take 15 minutes for yourself, just 15 minutes. And in that 15 minutes, let's really focus on our gratitude. Just three things, three things you're grateful for. And am I sitting on the edge of the bed to do this? Am I, have I gone downstairs and had a coffee? Like where am I at? Am I just after the face wash? Yeah. You talk routines, like let's be honest, what's the routine? Okay. My routine, I'll, I'll just talk through yep. what I do. Yep. Okay. So uh, I'll wake up at, at that time. I wash the face with water. I go down. The first thing I do is make shred. Because that's <laughs> we love a good product plug. But. Well, it is. And you, you know, I'm. That's a, your routine. A, you have it every morning. It, it, yep. it, it's very important to me because yep. that drink means to me something special. And so I make the shred and I, I sit in a chair in, in my office. I sit down and uh, sip that drink because that drink, and it could be a coffee for you it could be a cup of tea it could be you know bsc green tea it could be could be any of those what it is that drink means okay this is reflection time i have a a couple of books that i look at you know just just you know some philosophical books you don't need that but you know there i look at those just to fill my mind with some interesting stuff with some wisdom okay i haven't looked at my phone during this time Mm -hmm. i then uh, put the date at the top of my journal and and write a few notes and then i'll end that writing with okay, what am I grateful for? What are three things that I'm grateful for today? And they can't be what they were yesterday. So I'm building on my my gratitude. I'm also aware of if there are stresses, I've identified those, but I think, okay, what is the answer to this? Is it in my control, outside my control? What what can I do from from that respect? I then uh, go into my exercise. So I will do my morning exercise. And I like the philosophy that if you're in a mood, move. Yeah, good. All right. So if you're in a mood, move because movement will will absolutely help. Don't think it, uh, movement from a point of view of fitness or weight or anything like that. If you're not in a great space mentally, get out and move. It'll work. And you know what? There's going to be the demons telling you, I don't have the energy to move. Just do this. Get out the door, walk down the end of the street. And if you've had enough, walk back. More than likely, you'll walk a little bit more and you'll walk a little bit more. And you know what? If you do this, if you just get into walking 10 minutes, it'll make you feel better. So I love to move in the morning. I love to get my exercise um, exercise done. And then I'm not, not one that's completely disconnected in respect to peace, you know, for, for peace, but I try to limit my social media uh, interaction, uh, try and be strategic with it. And I don't want to go down any rabbit holes. Think about 
about yourself right now. How many rabbit holes are you going down? Is that hour on TikTok making it your life better? It could because it could be entertainment, mm-hmm. but use it that this is use entertainment. entertainment yeah. This is entertainment. This YouTube, it's entertainment. Okay. Be very aware of what you're doing. I just want you to be focused on what you're doing. And then, you know, that's how I go about my day. I then get into get into work. I, I finish my, my day with a, an evening routine, which includes spending, you know, time, quality time with the family, maybe watching a little bit of TV, maybe reading, and then it starts all over again. Us humans, we love routine. Yeah, nice. But we've got to put the routine in and we've got to have good routines. Well, you've just got Dr. Craig Duncan's routine. Once again, high performance performance sport, performance sport scientist. Mate, if we want to contact you, how do we grab you? Look, you can contact me on any of the social medias just at Dr. Craig Duncan. At yeah, DR yeah. Craig Duncan, yep. Yeah, DR Craig Duncan. Uh, you can go to my blog, which is drcraigduncan.com.au, which is drcraigduncan.com.au, or even you can use my personal email. Just go to drcraigduncan at gmail.com because I'd love you to write to me and write to me and say, look, Craig, you're just missing the point. I'm under the pump. I've got this. Yes, great. But let's start with working working through that. I'm I'm really here to help in any way possible, mate. You're one of the good humans, and I appreciate you coming on today. And it's uh it's uh it is a true fact. You were in lockdown because I spoke to you a few times, and you were there. And um tough place for anyone out there who is um homestayed and stuff like that. We're thinking about you. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, mate. Thanks, Greg. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm.